Yeah. So pretty much doing the um have you heard of a YouTuber called Iman Gadzi? Because you sound similar to him with the business side of things. Iman's my friend, man. That's actually my friend. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He took me for dinner a couple of years ago. That brother is hate, bro. He has peas. He's got money. I'm not gonna lie. And he knows it too. He knows it. He's such a but he's such a good guy, man. He's such a good guy. He took me for some like to one of the nicest restaurants in the whole of London and brought me steak. I thought this is mad. Like yeah, yeah he's a but yeah, I, I've learned he's a lot younger than me, but I learned so much from him. Yeah. Oh, it's good. Because mm. like you were talking about business side and you were doing all this other shit, and I'm like, that sounds similar to another a YouTuber that I watch, Iman. And I'm like, oh shit! Like, and then he's some he he was born in the UK, wasn't he? And then he's living in Dubai now, I think. Yeah, he's living in Dubai. He's also got a place in Cape Town, and he still comes. I think he's in London at the moment. Actually, I meant to I meant to be meeting him soon, gonna go for another meal or something. Um, but man, how did you come across? How did you come across him? Eman, I came across him on YouTube. Because, like, I don't know, he came up with my recommended, and I'm, he came up with, like, how to make your first million by, how I made my first million by the age of 17 or something, and I came across it, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> his film production company, yeah. where he started his first business at 17, and now he's doing other stuff. So it's cool. Yeah. He's an absolute genius, man. Like, special thanks to Bailey. It's a cold podcast. Boy, Bailey's got nothing but good things. And the Morale Show, um, amazing com uh, conversation. Big up Bailey, big up the Morale Show. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Today I'm joined with another, another amazing, amazing artist. Today I'm joined by George, who is a very, very elite artist he's made some fire songs and obviously if you guys listen to or if you've heard of him you would have heard of his new song that he just released Little verse grime with lil sykes That they won't don't know, so we're giving them both Hop out squad and jewels online Look at this bump from coast to coast I'm a Jew god, here a grime goat We can do it better than Tommy and Ghost Man, come a long way from gloves and social Now we're selling it down, getting booked by a host Easy I'm that big man giving them hope Gemini, I got two sides and both sides I'm showing them both Sack stepped in with big hooks My punchlines lead man on ropes Vibes count done when a party done Can't run when a Babylon show If it ain't 1.2, I hear So, George, welcome to the pod, man Come on, bro. Good to be here. Even though I'm not here, innit? I'm in London. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good to be here, bro. Of course. Bro, it's good. It's good to have you here, man. Obviously, we've been back and forth for a couple of weeks. You've been busy. I've been busy. And, I mean, yeah. you're a very busy man. Hard man to get mm -hmm. in touch with. Obviously, with your music. And, obviously, we're talking <laughs> before. <laughs> You've got an album coming out. But, but outside of music... You've also got a show, obviously, that you announced. I saw it on your Instagram. So, like, would you like yeah. to introduce yourself to the listeners? Yeah, man. Um, I'm George. I'm, I'm an artist from South London. Um, I'm also an entrepreneur, I like to say. Um, 
I I founded the charity in the past. We give out school uniforms. I also own music studios. Um, I also play football on a Sunday <laughs> every now and then. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, bro, I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm a man that does many things basically. Yeah. So you're a South London man, so you like yeah. uh, Stormzy, eh? Hey, man, you know what? I grew up with him, you know? I grew up with him still. He, he's from, we, he lived like a few roads away from a man um, in South. I see, saw him last year, actually, for the first time in a while. But, of course, that's gang. Yeah, that's bro. Anyone that's from the ends that's doing well, you know, we salute, we salute. You get me? Good. Well, he's been, he's a very popular artist, obviously. One of the bigger artists, I would say, in the UK. And I was surprised to see this, mm. but he doesn't have Instagram at all. <laughs> yeah, he's a G, bro. I wish. He's he's done it the right way. Yeah, he's done it really well. But the issue with that, obviously... To... Yeah, sorry. Oh, go on. Go on, go on. I was going to say... I was going to say, if... Uh, if he was just coming up, say Storms, it was coming up now, it'd be a lot harder for him to get bigger than what he is now without social media. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's true. I think he's reached a point where he doesn't have to rely on social media to get his name out there. Um, if I'm honest, like I think nowadays the emphasis that's on social media um, I, I'm not that fond of it. Like, I had an argument today about making TikToks. <laughs> I was like, like, oh, you need to make TikToks if you ever think you're going to get anywhere as an artist. And I'm like, bro, like, I thought it was about making music. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I thought it was about making art. But, but, with that being said, I do get how it's important. But I'm an artist. I, when I first, I feel old now. When I first started making music, it was MySpace. And it was Facebook and YouTube. You get me? Like, so I, I came through that. It was there when it was Pixo, it was, and then SoundCloud. And then it became Spotify. Do you know what I'm saying? So, like, I believe the art lasts longer than us. Yeah, I'm old, bro. I feel old now, man. <laughs> but, but I say that to say, I think if you make the real art, like, that will live longer than the, um, and the media platform that's on to get me. Yeah. Well, I have, um, I always use a quote every day and it's, I'd rather create something that lives forever past, like to live on my legacy rather than me not do anything and then blow up and not have any legacy behind me. Like I'd rather build something. And then as, as long I know that if I say something happens to me, I'll still have like my running career to, show my legacy as well as the podcast like that is the legacy itself music's mm-hmm. legacy like once you retire from music that's a legacy like once you stop creating albums and stuff that's a legacy you leave behind good example is that is juice world mm-hmm. obviously he's been dead for years but his is like whole management and stuff is still releasing songs from him yeah 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 i think um like you said good music lives forever man and uh, like Think about all the songs that we listen to now that are 30 years old. Like, remember that song from Stranger Things that just went number one last year? <laughs> it's like, and that song never went number one 
when it originally came out. It was... I'm thinking like so. So when people have this like expectation for things to blow up quickly, like you don't know what's gonna happen, man. Like shit, fifty years time, some AI could just pick up on your song and make it number one, and get me and. That's it. Uh, it, it. And if it doesn't cool, and if it does, it's also cool. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, it makes sense. Like, well, there's another song that was released, geez, years ago, but it's only just become popular in Australia. I can't remember what it's called, but it's like an old song. And it's like that song you mentioned before from Change Things. And there's another one called Running Up the Hill. I think that was, I think that's, that's what it, But that was, that was made hey, years Bush? ago. Okay, Nash. Nice. Old ass song, bro. Old ass song. Even like Miguel, Miguel mm. Sure Thing, he made that like 15 years ago or something. And that started to blow up again on TikTok and it's gone in the charts. And it's like, who, 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 who would have seen that coming? <laughs> you would have seen that coming. Not me. You don't see it. You don't expect it. Obviously, when you release music, you expect it to happen like, you expect it to happen like progressively. Over that year, though, but don't, we don't expect it to come years later. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's crazy, isn't it? I'm yeah. waiting for tw- I'm waiting for 2050s, though. I'm waiting for one of my songs to blow up again in 2050 and go <laughs> top of the charts. <laughs> That's what I'm here for, bro. I'll be chilling. <laughs> All right, Trust that's me. Fine. So I was gonna I'll... ask, yeah. Oh, I got a question for you actually. Uh... So, just quickly. You see, what was, what was it like? Yeah? Or if was there any like big impact when that song um, Gautier, someone that I used to know? Do you remember that song? That yeah, time? yeah, yeah. Is um, it before your time? I think so. Yeah. Oh, you remember? Is it somebody? Somebody. No, you're that just I somebody used to that I used to yeah. know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You see when that song came out? What was it like in Australia? Because I know the guy's Australian. Ooh. <laughs> I might have been very young for this. Um, I think it was quite big. I'm trying to push it, like, way back. Yeah. Like, fuck, I <laughs> trying to think when I would, how old I would have been. I would have been, like, 10, maybe. I think it was 20... It was 10. I think I might have been 10 or 12. In between that, yeah. I would have been young. Damn. Yeah. Uh, Maybe for old. Maybe for old there, bro. Bro, I'm 19 now. How old are you? <laughs> I'm I'm older than 19. <laughs> I'm 28. Yeah, I'm nine years older than you. This ain't too bad to be fair. That's not bad at all. Could have been worse. Could have been worse. Reaching the 30 club, mate, with Drizzy. <laughs> oh, God. God, don't even, don't even, man. When I went to when I went to Australia last year, actually, uh, the reason why I went was for my brother's thirtieth, and he was saying like, "Oh, bro, I feel old." Duh, 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 duh. And I was like, "No, nah, man, you're only 30. <laughs> and now I feel old, and I'm not even, I'm not even, I'm not even thirty yet myself. But hey, it's learning to like. I don't know. You learn to just accept to accept your age, man. Like I could, I, I feel old, but then what would a sixty-year-old feel like? Yeah, true. <laughs> They're like, damn, my youth is just past <laughs> me. <laughs> what happened to all those years? You don't really think. 
you don't think about it until you're like 20 in your mid 20s you're like oh shit where did all that time go from like i still feel like i'm like un- like i'm still under 20 and you like 25 yeah. like fuck where did all that time go like like i even think that now and i'm 19 like fuck i still feel like i'm 16 like what happens to all that time <laughs> yeah yeah it flies bro like I, I remember being, um, I remember when everyone used to say, oh, oh George is the young up and coming rapper. Da, 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 da. And then all of a sudden, I'm not that normal. <laughs> like, I, I, I can't tell you any other, like, anything else about it apart from that. One day I was the up and coming rapper, and now um, you call me an elite rapper. And I'm like, oh shit, this is, I, f- I still think, feel like I'm up and coming, but I've probably come up now. <laughs> like, right. Like, You'll you'd be you'd still be like up and coming, but like it's not like you're like an up and coming artist that has like a few songs here and there that they've released. You've released a few songs, more than a few songs. And I was yeah. looking at your YouTube, right? Yeah. I was looking at your YouTube, and I was going through the plays and stuff you'd got for each of them. And obviously, you released songs back five years ago that have got 5k that's when i would say you're an up and coming when you've got plays like that on youtube but then three mm. years ago you released swing and that had 65k views which means you're heading up more to like the 100k plus mm. views artists and then when it came to two years you released another song called almost an adult that film that you released and that had 118 thousand views yeah you're still there. Yeah. And then obviously yeah. you just kept it in that a hundred K plus views. And it's mm. good. And also I noticed that you've had got almost a conversation. Obviously we were talking about this before, but you have videos of your yeah. podcast that you have released on YouTube in your account. And they've got six K, eleven K, eleven K, twelve K, thirty K. And then it stopped. <laughs> got to episode six. And, like, <laughs> and then yeah. it stopped. It got to episode six. And I'm like, yeah. And then we this. quit. <laughs> episode six. So I was like, yeah, fuck that, man. I ain't doing that shit. No more. <laughs> this is long. <laughs> I'd rather be a guest on other podcasts than do my own, bro, if I'm honest. I mean, and then you've released Jill and Grind. And that was released four weeks ago, and that's got 71K. So, like, you're doing quite well. Damn. Damn. Do you know, yeah, I, do you know what? I, I think I, I got to a, a phase where, like, I stopped looking at views, and I just stopped looking at views because I feel like if you're... You get 100K. You get... For, I remember days when I dreamt of getting 1,000 plays, yeah? <laughs> And then you get 1,000 players. And then you're like, nah, I want 5,000 players. And you get 5,000. You're like, oh, I want 50. And you get 50. You're like, I want 100. I get 100. I want a million. And it's like, when when are you ever going to be satisfied if all you're doing is wanting more views? And mm-hmm. like, yeah. And all views is how many people have seen it. It doesn't mean how many people have liked it, how many people have loved it, how many people's lives that has changed. Like, that's just how many people have clicked on it and watched it for 30 seconds or more, isn't it? <laughs> so I'm like, I hear it. Like, I actually, like, it, it used to, it, it's nice, don't get it twisted, it's nice to know when 
a lot of people were viewing your shit. And it's, it's a nice feeling to see the growth. So even like you explaining how it's grown, I was like, damn, like, yeah, shit. I remember the videos that got 5K. Like, I remember like, being pissed about those videos. <laughs> and now, like, yeah, you're saying 70K in three weeks, four weeks, which is, yeah. that's pretty impressive if I don't say so myself to get me. But um, at the same time, like, I'm at a point where I'm more, like, what makes me, what gives me fulfillment is the stuff that I do. You know, so the fact that, for example, I could go to Australia last year and perform in Australia is mad to me, bro. Like, I'm from the hood, bro. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm from a long way from Australia, bro. So, like, the fact that I could do that is amazing. Some of the stages I've performed on in the last year, like, that's real-life experience, you know what I'm saying? And I think the views is nice, but the experiences are great. Even the fact that, like, we can talk, you, mm. it's like 7am where you are right now bro. Like, yeah. it's, it's what what time is it it's 9.45pm yeah and we can just have a conversation and like your podcast has brought you here and my music has brought me here I think yeah. that's it yeah. even if no one ever sees us I think that's great to get yeah well like like you said mm. you you're more so trusting the process on yeah you stop looking at the views ages ago it's more about making the connections and stuff I'm at that stage right now with my podcast where I'm getting, or put it this way, my first podcast, it got a thousand players. I was like, oh shit, like I must have done something different here. And it was. So that episode that I did for that was I interviewed an artist called Kiddo CSA. And that episode got around 1.5k view, like plays. And it's like, and I was like, oh shit, like this is big. This is like the biggest episode I've ever done. And it makes sense because, like, now you're at a, I'm at a stage where I want to just boost that out more, get more connections. And then I don't, yeah, okay, the play is helping stuff here and there. But it's like, I feel like you're going to have a better conversation if you rely on having an actual connection rather than you just, yeah, I'll get you one, we'll answer these few questions and we'll just go from there. Thanks mm -hmm. for coming on, man. Really appreciate it. And mm -hmm. then don't talk to you ever again. Doesn't <laughs> work <laughs> <Well>, like that. <laughs> <laughs> no 100 percent, and it's the same with like it's the same with money bro like like when it's like when man make music and they or when people do anything and all they think about is money and the reason why they do it is for money yeah you never make money <laughs> i can only say it like that you will never make money or you will make money but your product will be shit bro but when you're focusing on making the thing the product or your art or your craft the best it can be the money will follow in it like it will easily follow you know what i mean no that makes sense it makes real sense because like mm. i feel like you're at a stage now where you like you're an entrepreneur you're an, you're an artist yourself like you've got you know the game like you know how to work the businesses you know how to run that and make money that way but then you would we had a conversation before where people feel entitled and I hate that. I put a post out a couple of weeks ago and I saved it on my on my phone. But um, I thought it was crazy to me, this whole idea. But have you – I want to hear your opinion on this. So obviously I DM people on Instagram to come on the show. And are you someone um, – I got DM someone after I got – I asked them to come on. And they're like um, – 
they wanted to get paid to come on the show. And it's like, well, what? What do you mean get paid? I've never paid anyone to come on the show in their life, like in my life. I've never done that. And then mm-hmm. it just that whole concept to me about paying someone to come on a show just to get someone to have a conversation with. I was like, what the fuck do you mean? And it was like, he was asking for like a thousand plus dollars. And I'm like, fuck that. I'm not paying that amount of money for you to come on. And I don't know. He asked for a thousand. Yeah. Did he have to like, was he meeting you in person or something? No. So this was on, this was like what we're doing now, a zoom call. But like I asked him to come on the show and he was like, um, the, all the podcasts you see me on, I haven't really seen him on many podcasts, but he was like, the podcasts you've seen me on, I'm getting paid a thousand plus dollars to come on to talk. And I'm like, well, what's the fucking point in that? <laughs> yeah, he won't be, you won't be seeing him on many more podcasts, man. I can't lie. Probably not. Well, it's like, I could even... also so. So you go, you go. No, go on, you go, you go. Okay, I'll go. <laughs> so what I was saying was, I think there's no, you don't, what I've realised, yeah, there's these big companies that make millions and millions and billions a year, yeah? And 1,000 to these big companies is like, it's like one one penny, one cent to us, isn't it? Whereas, like so, why don't ask the individual for the money? Like, there's there's money to be made. There's big bag to be made from these big corporations, you know. But don't try and take out of someone else's pocket on the come up. Do you know what I'm saying? I think that's yeah. I think that's quite kind of cheeky still. And maybe mm. you could tell me who this guy is off camera. Because yeah. <laughs> that's, that's that's just a weird move, man. But that, but then people never that then people don't go for it. Then people don't go for it. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, it's like, I don't know. It was just, it was just weird to me, that whole concept. Cause like, I was pissed that morning. Like he, he just damned me at that. And I'm like, what the fuck do you mean? I'm not paying you that amount of money to come on a show. Like you're, if mm. like, I don't even think like you look at the bigger podcast, there's no fucking way Jay Shetty pays for half of his guests. There's no way Joe Rogan pays for his guests. No one pays for guests mm-hmm. to come on a show. No, it just doesn't, that doesn't happen. Yeah, no, facts, facts, especially for a podcast, like, in music, I guess, if you're making a song with someone, you want to compensate someone for doing the verse, and and I'm always someone, I try and pay everyone fairly, including myself fairly, innit, but, like, there's levels to this shit, man, there's there's a time and a place, do you know what I'm saying, there's always a time and a place, and especially someone like you, you're on the come up, still, it's like, I ain't doing nothing, but, for example, if he was to do it for free and you've got a connection and then in five years' time, you've got a bigger platform and you might be able to be, you might be working with a company and you could say, oh, this company's got X amount of money. I'm going to get you paid because I remember what you did for man back in the day and I appreciate that. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, that's yeah. that's the way I operate anyway. Yeah. See, I get that. I get that. But if it's like... If you say I hadn't even done a podcast before and it was my first like episode... And I damn this person to come on. They would, I would be thrown out of the game, out of the podcast game straight away. So I'd be like, well, 
if I have to pay everyone that I get in touch with, I'm just, I, what's the fucking point of me doing it? <laughs> it's expensive, bro. This game is expensive. And I think, like, I remember, like, I used to do things for money back in the day that one shouldn't have done, yeah. But I had, a, I, I, I was able to invest in things, yeah. And I remember I paid a couple people for stuff, like features and stuff, but not none of it's pay, none of it's paid off. I've not received anything from it. It's not paid off. The people who are paid aren't even making music anymore, bro. Like <laughs> legit. So it's like, wh- where did it pay off? Like, there's no dividends in that. Whereas the people that I made connections with when the come up where we were both acknowledging that, listen, we're both on the ground right now, you know, this is a struggle for us both. And then it's like, as soon as I got in a position where I could pay, or as soon as they got in their position where they, where we can make each other some money, we did, didn't it? And, and then at that point, it wasn't even about the money anyway. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's music. I'm sure with you as well, your podcast, it's not about the money, bro. It's just because man like doing what you're doing, isn't it? Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you're not, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got me straight there. Look at that, eh? <laughs> it's good that you picked up on that as well. <laughs> it's like, it's good that you picked up on that because, like, I've said this many times in many episodes. Like, I didn't, I didn't get paid to do this. I don't really care if I get paid to do this. I like talking to people. I like meeting new people. Whether that makes me money in the mm-hmm. future sometime, whether it makes, makes me get connections with, like, brands and stuff and I get paid through that. It, it's going to happen. It just takes time. And if you are only doing it, if you're only doing a podcast because it's like a get rich quick scheme, it's it, it's not that way. It's the same as music. If you only doing the music to get, to get rich quick scheme, it's, it's not going to work. You're not going to succeed or anything. You're not going to mm-hmm. do anything with that because you're like, Oh, why? Well, why haven't I gotten paid yet? It's like, well, you, you're not, you're not doing it for anything else. You're like, you've got no, like what if you aren't able to answer this question? This is what I always say to people: if you're not able to tell me why you are actually doing it and what you're trying to get out of that, it's not the you're not doing it for mm. the right things. No facts, facts. I think my thing, well, for me and music, I just want to like I, my philosophy is: I want to make music and I want to travel the world and perform because I love performing and that. And that's it. Like, if it pays me, blessed. If it don't pay me, I've got the experiences that are worth way more than money in it. So I'm like, and like I said, I've, I've been to Australia. I did a tour with Kobe D. You know, I've I've done it. Like, I've done it now. And and I didn't get paid a penny for that. I didn't get paid a penny. I just got free hotels, <laughs> which yeah. was lovely. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, but didn't care. For me, it was just about the fact that I'm on the other side of the world, bro. I'm I'm making music. I can tell my kids about this shit. I can tell, I go back to the ends and I tell my brothers like, yo, Australia's like this, you know, you know, it's mad. They say, they say fucking oath <laughs> and weird things like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, <laughs> but man, seen like my music's taking me around the world. Do you know what I'm saying? And I think that for me, that's worth more than any price tag. Yeah. Yep. yep. It's good. Mm-hmm. Bro, you got to come to Australia again, man. Especially since you know me now. We could, 100%. We could do, we could do something while you're in, in Australia, man. 
Bro, I'm relying on it now. I'm relying on it. When I come to Melbourne, yeah, yeah. I, I, I need you to be there. I need to come and link you. I was at, um, have you heard of a clothing brand in Melbourne called Itch Pig? Itch Pig? No. Itch Pig. Itch Pig. Uh, it's a weird name, but they're cool. They make really good clothes. <laughs> but I want to do something with them when I next come out to Australia, maybe put on a show with them or something in Melbourne. Melbourne's wow. fun, man. I had a good Melbourne. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but this, you DM mm. that brand to me and I'll see if I can work something out. You give me dates and stuff and I'll see if I can work something out. Yeah, I'm thinking next January. I'm thinking next January still. Okay. Is it? Yeah, that works. Next January. Next January yeah. can be good. Next January. We have a deal. Good. Yeah, bro. Is that a deal? Yeah. My guy. Yeah, we're going to make it happen. <laughs> bro, we'll, next we'll, January. We'll, we'll line something up next January, man, when you come to Melbourne. <laughs> Please. Please. I'm dying for it. <laughs> I think uh, someone that I had, a friend of mine who's on the same management, um, J1, he was in oh, Australia shit. as well. You know J1 and A1? Oh, so might have come like J1. Oh, or... you know J1, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, gang. Yeah, gang. Come on. Oh, you know, you know your shit then. You really do know your shit. Hey, who doesn't know J1? J1's cold. He had a show, I think, in Australia. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I think he did have he one. He did. He did. He did. Yeah, he did a tour. He did a tour, I think a month after I did mine, actually. Oh, shit. <laughs> Why didn't J1 get you on his yeah. show, dude? <laughs> uh, ask my manager. Ask our manager, innit? <laughs> <laughs> uh, is that... Surely you can line something up with J1, like an, a, a song or something. Surely that can happen. Um, um... Where, do you know what in you like there's so many artists that I want to work with yeah that and we we always say yeah man we're going to work soon we're going to work soon and then it just it's just not happened yet and the only that's all I will say is it's just not happened yet sorry what so he can but make I will sorry he can link up with JJ KSI and make a song but he can't make a song with you man what's going on here <laughs> hey but well, that might have money. <laughs> so it might be that. Oh, well, uh, JJ's got a lot of money right now. <laughs> JJ's got a lot of money. What do you think about the, what do you think about all this KSI stuff? Uh, what, um, have you, what do you, I understand, I'm a fan you know of, what, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, yeah, you're talking about the Simon issue. Um, yeah. I don't know, to be honest, because, like, I think it was just poorly done because they're so well-developed and they just pull that. It's just, it's not professional. And even though they've made the public apologies and stuff, it's just, I don't know, I just don't think it will be the same now, even though, yeah, they're still big and stuff. I just I just reckon it would just impact everything now with them because of that, what they did. Yeah. And it obviously, yeah, they made the apology. JJ made the apology, and so is everyone else. They put it out in this story. Like, we apologize for what we said. It wasn't professional. Like, I don't know. I'm not going to talk much on that because I don't want to get <laughs> any backlash. But I don't know. I just don't think <laughs> you don't want to get cancelled. 
Nah, bro, I don't want to get cancelled yet. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not. <laughs> what do you think of it? Um, I think that is fucked up, man. Like, you just don't do that, bro. Like, it's, there's just some things you don't do. Like, and even though, like, what people say stuff in real life all the time, off camera all the time, yeah, and you can't stop that, innit? Fine, but it got recorded, it got edited, and then it got released, and it was still all in there after it got edited, and that makes me just think, oh, like. Did you so every per, per, person in this team, this multi millionaire team, every person that you hired thought it was okay for you to say that and for it to go out? Like that, I, that makes no sense to me. And I think I, I don't know whether they'll, I don't know what will happen in future. Actually, I think it's really interesting because all of this land, all of this space that we're in now is all a bit of um it's like un untrodden land we've never been here before we've never been a youtube no one's ever been a youtuber before do you know what i'm saying like, this is all new and these lot are probably some of the biggest youtubers in the world so it'll be interesting to see how they come back from this one uh, yeah. but it's a shame because i like ksi i saw his documentary have you seen his documentary yeah i saw his doco and i really like that yeah it was different. I really was, liked that documentary. I started to like him as a person. Yeah. It was very different compared to what other documentaries are. Because obviously I've watched um mm-hmm. I watched the Juice Word documentary as well. And fuck, that was sad. That was real sad compared to the JJ one. Like obviously, yeah, the JJ one kind of made sense because of his, obviously he's African and stuff, his father and stuff. Um that makes sense, but it was just a different mm-hmm. side of him that you probably wouldn't see on like YouTube and stuff. And then whereas like um the Juice or documentary, holy shit. There was a lot of stuff in that that you probably wouldn't expect. Like, yeah, there's drugs involved and stuff, but it's just near the end especially, it's just so sad. Like he was almost fainting after shows and stuff because of how bad his drug addiction was. Like that's bad. And they had that old mm. video and stuff. Like it wasn't good to see and like even after shows, like he put his heart and everything into the show, and after behind stage, what you don't actually see is him literally almost fainting and almost passing out. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um the Juicer one was very important. I think it's important to see that side of things because, like you said, when people think this whole rap thing is all like glorious and beautiful and you get money and you get all the girls and you're living your dream and da 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 and it's like there's another side to things man there's another side to things even as an artist everyone says you travel the world and you see all the cities but like there's loads of cities that you go to you don't actually get to see the city you're just on your tour bus or you're just in a hotel room quite yeah. isolated and you know it's like and it's quite it can be quite an isolating feeling where one can go to drugs as an escape mm. or whatever. And, yeah, but and then even, like, people, when you see Juice World or when you see people like Future or Young Fug and they're always singing about the lean and everyone thinks it's cool and da-da-da-da-da, but that shit, man, that, that stuff is destructive, bro. It's yeah. really destructive. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's just, mm-hmm. I don't know, I feel like a lot of people, obviously a lot of people get influenced by people like that. <clears throat> And 
then when they start doing it, they're like, oh, this is really cool. And then it becomes addictive and which I feel like, especially Juice WRLD's management ended up trying to push. Like Juice even said that he wants people to look at him as what not to do. Obviously, yeah, the singing and mm. stuff's cool, but don't do the drugs. Obviously, he was doing drugs by the age of 12. Like, he was drinking lean. He was doing all sorts of shit by the age, like, at 12, at young age. And he just he got influenced by, like, other rappers and stuff, and then he has got hooked, and he just couldn't get out of it. And even then, mm. like, you've got the likes of Elvis Presley, another good example of that, of being isolated, like you mentioned before, like... He was isolated in LA, Las Vegas, the whole time. He wanted to tour the world, mm-hmm. and then his manager didn't let him. Like, and I could be wrong, but I looking at the Elvis movie, it kind of showed that he was isolated, and that's why he resulted to drugs and a bunch of other shit. And he just had that yeah. pressure to do well, and he yeah, he couldn't. He could do the best he possibly could, but that's probably why it ended up taking him the same as what it took Juice World drugs because. They, that was their escape, pretty much. So, it's sad. It's very common. It's mm. very common, man. Like you, There's so many stories. Kurt Cobain, Amy Winehouse, Jimi Hendrix, mm. like, Sid, Sid, Sid Vicious, I think his name's Sid Vicious, from, um, what band was it again? I can't remember the band, but Sid Vicious, Johnny Rotten. Like, there's so many stories of, like to make great art, it takes great pain, and like we're getting a bit deeper here. But to make great art, it does take great pain, and it takes wearing your heart on your sleeve and being able to talk about your shit. And mm. after the lights go off, where do you go? You go after the lights go off, and where where does what do you do? Because everyone else is is healed by you being able to wear your heart on your sleeve and talk about things that are close to your heart. But who's there for you? You know what I'm saying? And I think a lot of people don't have the right outlet. I, yeah. I feel like I do have the right outlet, if I'm honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, luckily. But and I but I do smoke a lot of weed. So that being oh, said. Bro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know, isn't it? All that all that for that. <laughs> oh, it's what are you doing what? man like, what are you doing <laughs> what am i doing man <laughs> fucking hey <A>, man <laughs> but nah you know i just like weed bro like i i don't use it as a i don't use it as an escape I, and sometimes i feel myself starting to use it as an escape and then i stop using it and i like just i go gym every day and stuff like that like i think you've got to have your you've got to have your vices Everyone has their vices, you know. Yeah. Everything's everything can be addictive. Some people are addicted to running, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Well that's a positive way to do it. Some people are addicted to gambling. Some people are addicted to yeah. drawing, you know. I'm addicted to making music, bro. That's <laughs> all I love yeah. making music so much. So like that's my therapy at the end of the day. You get me? It's good. It's good that you're able to use music. And um, are you someone, are you a man that uses like experiences in their music? Obviously, you're, you make amazing music. Just got to say that. Amazing. Thank music, you. Brilliant artist. 
but you use someone that uses emotion, like genuine emotion in your songs, or is it like written down stuff, or is it freestyled? Um, a bit of everything, you know, a bit of everything. Sometimes I write, sometimes I'm just in the studio and something just comes to me and I, I just, it just flows out and I don't even know where it comes from. But I also produce. Mm. So sometimes when I'm, when I don't feel like writing, I want to make music. Sometimes I just want to, sometimes I just want to play the piano, bro. I just want to sit down and play loads of different ways to me to express myself in a musical form and it's just whatever whatever way I feel yeah well that's good that's really good mm. that's really good or what um mm. what are some artists you've produced from uh artists I've produced for uh uh the uh, I'm meant to be doing some production for J1 soon actually funnily enough Big um, up. yeah, big up. Um, there's an artist called Little Sax. Oh, the, the artist from Joe versus Graham, Little Sax. Mm. I produced for him. Um, done some production in the past with J5. Um, who else have I done production for? With Toddler T as well, I've done some production. There's Quite a few. I can't list them off the top of my head, actually. Uh, Young's Teflon. Yeah. Yeah, just something for Young's Teflon. But mostly, I save all the good stuff for myself, if I'm honest. <laughs> well, you got it. you got to put Very yourself greedy. in everyone else. Come on. You can't You can't put yourself behind if you do something better for someone else. You're like, yeah, here you go. I'll give you a hand. Uh, you can have this mm-hmm. conveyed up to this and shit. Nah, fuck that. I'm taking it myself. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> See? I like you, bro. We think the same. We think the same. Telling <laughs> you. <laughs> no, it's good. <laughs> I want to know a little bit more, you, George. So obviously, you haven't. You are a part of a new show on BBC Thursdays at eight PM on Three and iPlayer. MOTD. Let's talk about that. <laughs> oh snap! Okay, so I'm actually not. I'm not. Um, it's not my show. It's um, a show called Match of the Day, and they show they talk about all the football highlights. Or you gotta call it football out there as well. I know you have Aussie rules, but you call it football. But um, yeah, so it's um, they show all the highlights of the football games on on the past week, and they invited me on to give my team of the week. Yeah, and for me, it was a dream come true because I love football I love talking about football and it's on BBC and it so yeah. and the person that hosts is a guy called Jermaine Genus. Yeah. He's someone that I grew up watching. Um I used to watch him play back in the day. And it's a cool show man. They, uh, we did a little challenge at the end where we have to shoot football at a target and I lost but I got a good score. <laughs> um yeah and yeah man it's a cool show. It's a cool show still. <laughs> good. It's good that you're getting involved in that sort of area outside of music. It's good that you're doing other stuff besides music. And it's a good way to keep your mind intact and keep your mind like active so you can think about the shit to do. And there are other good business opportunities you can do outside of your music. And you've already started doing that. You're like, you're doing, you have juice, you're an artist yourself, and you're featuring on shows like that. Like, you're doing the right thing. And 
who knows? Like you said, you did have a podcast. Who knows? You could have your own show coming along soon, like Billy the Goat on uh, GRN Daily. Hey, hey, speak it into existence, bro. Do you know what I mean? It would be nice because I think I'm not just a musician. Like, I make music. Music's one form of art, but also, like, music is a young man's game. Like, being the rapper, that's a young man's game. I don't want to be 45 rapping bro like that is dry <laughs> I mean that would be so dry I don't want to be that guy I'd rather be chilling with like my youths when I'm 45 and doing other things like I'd, I'd like to be producing music strictly producing music and not making my own um maybe having a tv show like you said like the, maybe having like a film production company that would be cool you know things like that and I think it's you I don't know. Some a lot of artists feel like they're gonna live forever. Mm, yeah, and feel like they're gonna be doing it forever. And I'm very aware. As much as I feel like my art will live forever, yeah, I won't. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And ah. it will be nice for me to explore other things that I've always wanted to do. You know? Yeah. So pretty yeah. much doing the um. Mm. Have you heard of a YouTuber called Iman Gadzi? Because you sound similar to him with the business side of things. He was my friend, man. That's actually my friend. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He took me for dinner a couple of years ago. That brother is hate, bro. He has, he's, he's got money. I'm not going to lie. And he knows it too. He yeah. knows it. He's such a, but he's such a good guy, man. He's such a good guy. He took me for some, like, to one of the nicest restaurants in the whole of London and brought me steak. I thought, this is mad. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's a, but yeah, I, I've learned, he's a lot younger than me, but I learned so much from him. Mm. Oh, it's good. Because, mm. like, you were talking about business side and you were doing all this other shit. And I'm like, that sounds similar to another a YouTuber that I watch, Iman. And I'm like, oh shit. Like, and then he's some, he, he was born in the UK, wasn't he? And then he's living in Dubai now, I think. Yeah, he's living in Dubai. He's also got a place in Cape Town, and he still comes. I think he's in London at the moment. Actually, I meant to. I meant to be meeting him soon. Gonna you know, go for another meal or something. Um, but man, how did you come across? How did you come across him? Email. I came across him on YouTube because, like, I know he came up on my recommended, and I'm, he came up was like how to make your first million by how I made my first million by the age of seventeen or something, and I came across it. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> his film production company yeah. where he started his first business at 17 and now he's doing other stuff so it's cool yeah he's an absolute genius man like he's um and the he, he's got a he's got he's so honest yeah with his truth and he's so open about it that you can't help but love him whether you disagree with what he says or whether you agree with what he says he, he's speaking how he feels and he's being all the way honest and yeah. I'm like it's admirable still I remember that he lost his blue tick on Insta because he was speaking out about COVID and all of that stuff like he's 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 very very outspoken man but you just gotta respect it yeah I remember when he made that video he was with his girlfriend who was on um, mm. a holiday and he was talking about COVID and he was like well if I get I got taken now. I get taken now, but I'm just going to speak my truth, and this is my truth, and it was, it was good. Because like he, he reminds me a little bit in that sense where he speaks his truth. 
obviously people are going to hate me. Uh, a little bit like, you know, the Tate brothers. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So he, what do you he, make of them? They're all right. I don't mind them. I don't mind them. Obviously, people have mixed reviews. I don't mind them. I don't think they're the worst people in the world. Obviously, their whole point was just to try and make men feel better about themselves because obviously they found something and obviously men were so addicted to phones and all this other shit. And they're like, let's try and make something of this. I can use my mm. – I'm a kickboxing champion, so is my brother. We work out every day. We're worth millions of dollars and we can just try and help younger men feel like there's a way to get to that level where you don't have to work that nine to five and you can have a completely different life than like what you dream of pretty much. And I feel like that's, that mm. was a good way to motivate men to go to the gym, motivate men to mm. love family a lot more. They're all family based. Like they're like, I've seen so many videos and they're like, if some guys try and like have a fight, I don't care who, who, if they kill me, I'm going to take someone out with me before I go. And as long as I'm mm -hmm. not, that's all that matters. And that's like, that's so cool to me, that that brotherhood and stuff. And it's cool to have that family around because obviously they love their family. They love people around them. They support people like, and it's good to see. And I don't know, I feel like what they've done, especially out once they've left jail now is really good. And whether that gets been cancelled or not, I will see from that. But, yeah, I feel like Imam did the right thing by speaking out about COVID. Obviously, he believes something else to what everyone else said, like the political powers and stuff, and he's had to speak his truth. And whether that got him taken down mm -hmm. from Instagram, got him taken down from YouTube, and um, he's another person that's helped a lot of people make a lot of money, and it's good to see. Mm, I think, like... The whole cancelling thing, yeah, I think, like, what is it even? Like, what is cancelling really? Do you know what I mean? I think, like, like I, I, I find it weird that nowadays people aren't allowed to have views that are different to other people. Mm. And it's like all these new concepts are being introduced. Um, it's okay to be confused about these new, new concepts. Mm. First. Yeah. And it's okay to have genuine questions about it. And it's like nowadays the chance to have a conversation about things where people don't get offended has been taken away. Mm. And I'm like, I mean, growing up, I was always someone that asked questions like, what, like, why is this? Why are you, why do I have to go to bed right now, <laughs> for example? And then if my mum answered saying, because I told you so, I say, that, that doesn't feel like an answer that makes me feel satisfied. Yeah. So can we have a conversation about this? I'm saying I think in coming back to today in society, yeah, like if, if men are confused about things, we should we should be able to ask the question and not be made to feel like we can't ask the question because then yeah. you, you're taking away progress by doing that. Do you know what I mean? I, I feel like people shouldn't be scared to speak what they believe in, and whether that, like I said, like what is like you said, what is cancelled. What does it mean? Like what? You get taken off the what the internet? You can create another account. <laughs> like it's not like it's not it's not hard to get back on the internet. Like there's so many different ways you can get on the internet in the first place. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like everyone has the right to say something, whether they get cancelled, mm. whether they don't get cancelled. Everyone has a truth to speak, and that shouldn't be taken away from anyone.
at me. It's like mm. if you don't, it's like if you aren't able to speak, what's what's the point? Like, mm. what you can't you can't say that. You know what I mean? Like, what's what? What do you I mean? Feel... I can't say that. I can if I feel comfortable saying that, I should be allowed to say it. And then what? You get told off for doing that? Nah. Exactly, and it was also like if I and if I like. I remember having a I, when I did my podcast, yeah. Um, I was speaking. I had one. I had a conversation with someone that was trans. Yeah, one one of the conversations. It was like quite a serious conversation, and I called them before, and I said, "Listen," and I know this person. I've known him for some time, mm. but I called him. I said, "Listen, like sometimes I might call you he, and sometimes I might call you she, by yeah. accident. Yeah. I'm not used to calling anyone they them." You know, yeah. so forgive me, and forgive me if I do that, but that may happen. And they said they turned around and said, "Don't worry, like I, I sometimes I call myself she, <laughs> sometimes I call myself he." No, that yeah. okay. So then, but then I realized a lot of the thing about cancelling it's not the actual person; mm. it's the people defending the person mm. that get amped up, and it's like you don't don't even know the person, but you're defending this person. When the person who you're actually defending is okay with what's going on, do you get? And they understand it more than anyone else. So I'm like, a bunch of like social justice warriors. That I think that I think they're just being social justice warriors, so people can see that they're being social justice warriors, mm-hmm. not for actual social justice. You know, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's weird. It's a weird world we live in, isn't it? <laughs> Where it's stuff like people can. It's like. It's like um, he can fake to do do stuff, and it just I don't know. That to me just doesn't work to me personally. But I don't know. I don't. Not a fan of it. People that are fake. <laughs> if you're fake in my life, if you use me, I'm sorry, but you're getting cut off straight away. Because of like, like <laughs> you said to like we talked about before, like you still get asked questions like people owe you money. How the fuck? What? What do you mean I owe you money? I don't owe you shit. Yeah, no one don't owe no one nothing in this life. No one actually owes anyone anything in this life. Do you know what I'm saying? I think that's one thing I'm learning. And it's like, um, I don't feel... I just want to be in a position yeah, in my life when I don't feel like anyone owes me anything and I don't feel like I owe anyone anything. And yeah. I can just exist and be peaceful and just watch everything and just enjoy, be content, you know? And that's... That's what I'm going for, and I think so. It's so now I'm in that mind state, and I'm in that position. It's very easy for me to see when someone's trying to take something from me, or mm. when someone's mistaken the feeling that they're owed. Um, and then, like you said, it's easy for me to just go, Whoop, "Okay, cut off, goodbye." Like, I'm, let me protect my energy a little bit. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I just hate mm. the idea of people using you, or I hate the idea of people using me. Like, it just, why the fuck do you feel like it's your right to use someone because of they've done well in life? Like, they took the risk, they wanted to do this life, they become successful, and you just cling on them. They, you say, you owe me this because I gave you this. And, like, then you look at it like, bro, you didn't give me shit. The fuck did you give me? Mm-hmm. You didn't give me. Mm-hmm. I may not owe you anything. I don't owe you shit. Like, I don't know, that whole idea, I don't know, I'm just not a fan of it. And you can, you can pick on it, quite, like, literally straight away if you can someone's using you like you can tell like they'll invite you to mm-hmm. do they'll invite you over then they'll be like oh do you want to 
and you pay for me and stuff, then you're like, yeah, sure, once off. And then it keeps happening again and again. And you're like, bro, what? What are you? What are you doing? Like, <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, bro, it's only gonna get worse. Yeah, the better things go for you. I think the one thing I'm trying to learn anyway is to not let it make me resentful. Mm. I don't want to end up being a person that's like full of resentment towards everyone, and then I, I don't, and then it turn, it turn, it can turn you into a cold person, rightly or wrongly so. But like, I try not to let that happen. I try my best not to let that happen because at the end of the day, even me, like, I'm in a position where, like, like I said, I'm living the dream, bro. Like, I'm in a hotel tonight because I wanted to book a hotel and I wanted to have a good night's sleep. Like, I'm living the dream, bro. <laughs> Legit. Like, <laughs> I, <laughs> but yeah, man. Like, I think if you're, and like you said, if you're doing what you love, a lot of the people that are in that position where they feel like they, they're owed, it's because they're not doing what they love. Yeah. And you show them a glimpse of what you love and they're like, oh shit, I, I want some of that. Yeah. I deserve some of that. I'm owed some of that. And yeah. then, you know, yeah. Mm. Bro, that's some good advice. That's some really good advice. That was actually gonna. I was mm -hmm. actually gonna ask you this near the end, but like you just gave me that advice like nothing. Like, it's good to hear advice and get tips and advice from someone like you who's already at that level where they can like do what they love and like continue to make more music and do other stuff outside of that. And I feel like you're mm -hmm. at a level that's so hard to get to, and you've done so well to stay there, and you're still getting bigger. And that like, it's it's hard to get to that position where you can help other people out, like Lil Sykes. He's not at the level you're at, but you gave him the opportunity mm. to come on a song with you, and it banked. Mm. So, I don't know I feel like you're doing really good with what you're doing. Thank you, man. But for me, at, for me, like Sykes deserves deserves it all, innit? So I'm like, I'm I feel like I owe Sykes, or I, I'm grateful to Sykes. For like showing me like we made that song together and that song was made because he helps me make it you know and if he wasn't there i wouldn't have been able to make that song so i'm like yeah yeah i'm helping sex in ways but he's also helping me in ways yeah so yeah, yeah. Like, i've learned so much from him as much as i've helped him he's helped me and you know everyone wins when you have that mind state you know yeah. and i think it's that whole because I think a lot of people as well, they put people on mm. and they count their favours. They count the favours. Mm. I don't think you should count favours, me personally. But I fa thank you for that, though. I think I needed to hear that, man, because I was a bit pissed off today, bro. I'm not honest. I was a bit just annoyed about the position that I'm in. But now you're talking to you, you're making, a sound, like, you're making me feel a lot more grateful for being in the position I'm in, you know? Bro, you need it. You need to hear this. I feel like a lot of you guys don't get hear this a lot like yeah everyone knows you're at the top but you don't hear that from people like you and then you go through stage in life where you piss and stuff mm -hmm. and you, just, mm -hmm. you need to hear that like bro you're doing really well like you're at a level where like i said to you a lot of people aren't able to get to and it's hard to get to okay. you're able to continue to make music and hits and still get bigger and bigger and the place is still getting bigger and bigger even though you said you're 28 bro 28 is too young like you're still mm. doing well. Like, you're going to be at the top. Like, it just takes time and you trust the process. You obviously wouldn't believe you'd be mm. at the position you're at right now. 
like five, six mm-hmm. years ago. And it's good to no, see that you're finally getting to that level and you're going to improve even more. Like, it's, it's you, I'm excited to see what you're able to do this year, man. And obviously, the song. Just wait. You've got a mad video coming out soon, bro. you got a mad video coming out soon. It's, it's, the, the next video is crazy. And it's like, you're right. Like, I, I, this album, for me, is the album that I wish that I've been dreaming I, I could make since I was 16, isn't it? Mm. So I'm like, even some of the features that I run it, I've been wanting to work with these guys since I was 16. Do you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, yeah, this is mad. And if I, and to be honest, if I never do anything after this, I'm, I've done it. Like, I'm happy. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. But then, I know that I will do more after this, of course. And like you said, it's going to open doors and bigger things are going to happen. But like, I'm just reaching a point of being grateful for everything and grateful for where I am and grateful for even, like, the bullshit that comes with it. Because 16-year-old me would have loved to have these problems. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm. it's. I'm excited, like I said to you. I'm happy for you. I'm happy that you're excited for your next album. Like, it's, Thank good, you, man. it's good to see that you're excited and you're in a good place where you're happy and you've... You can say yes. I can book a hotel because I feel like it. I want to get a good night's sleep. Like mm-hmm. get get away from whatever's going on in your life. You can do that, mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. it's it's good to see. And I'm, I can see you're happy. Like you're relaxed. You're in bed right now. You're relaxed. You're calm. You're having a normal Killing conversation. Man. Having laughs here and there. <laughs> it's good. Yeah, it's nice, man. Because I think I think as of late, like I said, it's getting to the business end of this album so a lot of everything's very serious at the moment everything's very serious so like even with me booking this hotel I just thought I just need a night where I'm away from the noise just a little bit and the fact that I can do that is a mad blessing bro like it's a mad blessing like I remember days when I couldn't do that do you know what yeah. I'm saying and I'm like like who thinks to book a hotel and just go and stay in it on their own do you know like I live around the corner from this hotel, you know. <laughs> I just chose to go in a hotel. <laughs> but like you said, there's things like that that are sick, man. Like, it makes... And like, this conversation made me feel a lot more grateful, man. Definitely made me feel a lot more grateful. For real. You have a skill. You definitely have a skill. Thanks, bro. Yeah. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a lovely conversation, isn't it? <laughs> Bro, it's, it's been good. It's been a really good time. Now, we're going to move on to the last section. Actually, before we move on to the last section, what is some advice you'd give to an artist that's starting up? Um, what would be advice that I give to an artist that's starting up? Um, find, your, find your voice. Yeah, find your voice. Yeah. And then find your sound. And then I think if you do those two things, you'll pro- probably find yourself. Um, like a lot of people, when they start up, they want to make music that sounds like everyone else. Oh, I want to make I want to make a song like da 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 because this song's number one. And it's like, nah, like find your voice, isn't it? find your actual voice. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. That's yeah. Good. That's really good. But what is some advice you'd give you your younger self? Ooh, advice I give to my younger self. 
Um, hmm. Let's say 16. Let's say 16, because we said 16. You said at 16, you probably, the dream you're living now, you probably wouldn't even believe is true until you're here. Yeah. Talk about some advice you'd give to your 16-year-old self. Take your time. Take your time. And don't put too much pressure on yourself. Yeah. And right. really enjoy those moments because when they're gone, they don't come back. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Live in the moment. Live in the moment. If you don't live in the moment, it'll pass. Then you're like, you regret it for the rest of your life if you miss out on moments. It's it's bad if you miss out on moments like that in your life and you're like, I can't even go back. It's like, yeah. I can't go back even more. Like it's it's sad because like they're good up. They're good. Like we always miss the past, don't it? Yeah, you miss the past. Like you always miss, miss your the younger past. self. Like you miss your younger mm-hmm. self, your youth, and then like, I can't even go back. You're like, well, mm-hmm. just got to look for the future. Look at your past and look at it like, yeah, yeah I had a good life, but now if I want to go back to that sort of life, I need to work and try and get back to that life because like. Feel like that's mm-hmm. the happier that's when people are the most happy when they're younger and it's true like you oh, have yeah. nothing ahead of you like you just live every day happy excited and mm-hmm. it's just you're learning stuff and it's the most exciting thing to do so mm-hmm. now i remember when i two pound if i had two pound you know if i had five pound for the day yeah mm-hmm. i was laughing i could get the train get a train travel card i could travel the whole of london on that train for two pound and i could get lunch and dinner for three pound to get me whereas now five pound that doesn't even get me breakfast bro (laughs) and i remember the biggest problem i had was oh man i only have two pounds like now it's like i i remember that was my biggest problem now that would be lovely (laughs) get me (laughs) do you know what i'm saying so it's like yeah, don't don't rush, don't rush things, man. Because yeah, there's only, there only comes more responsibility, the better things go. So like, really don't rush it, man. I really just like you said, stay present, stay in the moment, enjoy every moment, make the most of it. I'm I'm grateful to think I'm grateful that I do think I did that over mm. with my life. I think I did it as much as I possibly could, but yeah. there's also a lot that I wish I was more present for or more, yeah. um, I, I was less worried about, you know? Yeah. yeah. No, makes sense. Mm-hmm. That makes real good sense. You have good advice, man. <laughs> it's like having hey, a therapist that last little bit. <laughs> I've lived the life, bro. I've lived the life. <laughs> uh, we're going to move on. here for therapy sessions. Bro, therapy sessions are good. You just take your mind off things. It's great. Well, <laughs> you and me, but it's been therapy for me as well, you know. <laughs> it's therapy for me as well, bro. I'm telling you. Good. You're good. You're a good therapist. Thanks, man. Maybe I should do that <laughs> as a sacred job. Become a therapist. Yeah, side hustle. <laughs> we can pay for them. Pay for them podcast guests. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna move to the last section. Obviously, we've got Aussie slang. Obviously, you were in Australia last year. Obviously, yeah. you picked up on any Aussie slang, all right? So, we okay. got seven. We've had three guys do this already. 
and it's only seven questions. The best answer, the okay. best guest I've had on so far has gotten five out of seven. Oh, shit. Sure. Uh, <laughs> okay, cool. Be uh, ready to go. Uh, we have got the first one. This one's quite easy. But the last episode I released was quite funny, if you know this. But what does a Barbie mean? It's a barbecue. Jeez. Of course. Good work. Shrimp one of the when I had a, I had fusion on, right? And uh, he was like, is it, is it a hot girl? And I was like, nah, bro, we don't call <laughs> <laughs> Barbies. He was like, I was going to say, it went from zero yeah, to in the, ends, in the ends, if there's a Barbie, if there's a Barbie, we say, yeah, that's a, that's a, it's a buff girl usually. Running around <laughs> with a couple Barbies, you know what I mean? Because <laughs> you guys call them Lang, I think. Isn't it Lang? Um, do you call them, them Lang? Peng? Call them Peng. Yeah. Back in my day, we used to call them um, Chung. <laughs> Chung. 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 Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chung. Bro, what? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Say again? I said, what the fuck? You guys have some weird way to call it, don't you? <laughs> we have some weird slang, bro. It changes every, like, three years as well. All right. They're one out of one, man. All right. Let's see if you can get this next one. What does bail mean? Bail? Mm. Bail? Yeah. Does it mean, like, to, to quit something? Like, we bail out? Bail out. You were on with something there. Bail out. Leave? Oh, it's cancel plans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you bail. You bail out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I- I'm going to give, give myself that. that point. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. That's two for two. All right. Next one. What is a bottle-o? A what, sorry? A bottle-o. Is it a drink? Or a beer? Is that your final answer? I don't like the way you've asked me. <laughs> <laughs> a bottle, eh? Yeah. Yeah, is that your final answer? Yeah. A, bottle, a bottle? It is it, a No, a drink. It, no, it's a bottle shop, man. A bottle shop? Yeah. What's a bottle shop? It's an alcohol store. Oh, do you know what's mad? My brother actually told me that as well, you know. That's going to get my nose. <laughs> That's going to get my nose. <laughs> one out of three. All right. What's the... We've got the next one for you. What is a frothy? A frothy? Mm. Is that a beer? There you go. <laughs> three for four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. You got that one, right? There we go. There we go. All right. What is... What are budgie smugglers? <laughs> <laughs> Bungee smugglers. Bungee smugglers, mate. Bungee smugglers. Ah, oh, I don't know this one. Hold on. Wait, let me guess. Let me get a guess. Bungee smugglers. Ah, oh, I don't know, bro. Girl stealers? Uh, people that steal a girl? 
No. It oh. is. It is Speedos. You're currently three out of five, man. But you sm- <laughs> <laughs> hey, that is funny. That is a funny one, you know. <laughs> you can't get three out of five. You're three out of five. That means you can get a total score of five if you get these next two. Oh, let me take it serious now then. <laughs> uh, next one. What is Brecky? Brecky. Yeah. Breakfast. There you go. Four out of yeah, six. Yeah, yeah, cool, man. Four out Simple of six. One. That was the easy uh, one. We got one more. One more. This will this will be even out the top score so far. A lot of pressure on you. I've got this. Uh, what is Arvo? Arvo. Hmm. Could I, could I, could you spell that for me? A R V O. It's not Avo. It's Arvo. Oh shit! I thought it was Avo. <laughs> <laughs> Arvo. What do you, what did we, what did I say for Brecky? Is it, oh, wait, 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 Arvo. It's not lunch, is it, or dinner? No. So I said Brecky was breakfast. What is Arvo? Why can't I get this one? This pissed me off. This has pissed me off so much. <laughs> nah, I'm gonna pass, man. Fuck. So you're gonna you're gonna settle on five? Are you gonna settle on four out of seven? So that was afternoon. <sighs> I thought it was a meal. I thought it was a meal of sort of some sort. I don't know what. Four out of seven. Um, do you know what? I'm I'm okay with that. Isn't it? I'm okay with it. I'm not happy. Bro, right. it, was, it was a solid attempt. It was a solid attempt, all right? I'll take that, man. I'll take bro. that. I thought you was going to throw in a fucking oath. Nah, bro, we ain't doing that. We ain't, we ain't involved in that. We ain't doing that shit on the show. It's slang. <laughs> it's not, it's not, it's, that's not a slang, man. <laughs> <laughs> There's another one. Um, This guy, Kobe D taught it to, actually, maybe I should say that. He said, Ladia. What? Do you know what that one means? Lad here. He said, lad here, mate. Lad here. Apparently, that means if 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 there's like, if you go to a club, you're like, oh, yeah, there's a lot of lad here. It means there's some like really fit girls there. What the fuck? I've never heard that in my life. <laughs> what? Maybe it's a Sydney thing. Maybe yeah. it's a Sydney thing, mate. <laughs> Maybe. Sydney's weird. <laughs> Sydney is weird. Sydney yeah. is weird. I agree. But, yeah. Hey, close enough, man. Close All enough. Right. It's good. Four out of seven. I think that's the. I think you're equal second, man. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll be back on to get seven out of seven now. I'm gonna do my. I'm gonna do my research. Ah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, uh-huh. I'm serious. I'll take you word on that. I'll take you word on that. Hey. Feel free, bro. I'll be back. I'll be back. Hundred percent. Okay. That's all I've got for you, George. Thank you for coming on, man. It's been an absolute pleasure. Okay. Of course. Anytime. Anytime. It's been good to chat, man, for real. Bro, it's always it's always a good chat over here. Always good vibes. Always, man. <laughs>
My guy, my guy. I'm going to head off, but yeah, take care, my yeah. bro. Uh, Good to speak to you, brother. Uh, thanks, George. Bless. Uh, bye. Love.